0: Hey, everybody. It has been a long time since I've had the chance to sit down and do an interview, but I am so excited to have you on the My Wave podcast. Um, hopefully, here in the next month or so, we'll be able to crank out uh, a couple of these a week and uh, feed your frenzy for surf and for learning. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in uh, each time one of these episodes drop. Um, I appreciate your feedback and just stoked to, to hear how many of you are actually benefiting from the time Listening to my wave podcast where we just want to talk about the surfer and their one most memorable wave I am stoked to have sitting here in my hot carport A young man by the name of travis curry and travis is going to share with us His wave story here in just a moment Uh, But I want to give a shout out to our sponsor for this episode sponsor is sully's archery tag Sully's archery tag is a mobile event here in southeast north carolina where we bring the fun to you uh, it is played just like dodgeball, but with arrows. Uh, yep, it sounds just as fun and crazy as that. Six on six, up to six on six, size of a volleyball court, fast paced, furious, a lot of fun. So if you're interested in having Sully's Archery Tag at your next event, whether that be a um, I don't know, bachelor party, bachelorette party, or a youth group thing at church or small group, men's event, whatever. Uh think Middle school and up, lots of fun, and you can check them out at Tag.com. Check them out dot com, as well as on Instagram at Sully's underscore archery underscore tag. Hey, let's get right into this after I tell you a way that you can simply support your work. I just got the other day a $25, someone bought me five cups of coffee to support What we do here at Buy Me A Coffee And I was so appreciative of that Uh, If you like what you're hearing And you want to support the efforts You can go to buymeacoffee.com Forward slash my wave That's buymeacoffee.com forward slash my wave And you can buy me a $5 cup of coffee Or hey, like this, this person did They bought me five cups of coffee And the support is much, much appreciated So ladies and gents Let's jump in with Travis Curry And his most memorable wave. What's going on, Travis? What's going on? How are you, man? Hey, bro. Good, good. Travis and I, we'll, we'll put an unashamed plug in for uh, a little restaurant we just ate at here in Wilmington called The Mess Hall. Hell, man. What'd you think of that burger?
1: Oh, my gosh. The the savoriness of it definitely hit different than your average, mm. let's say, burger joint burger.
0: Yeah. they They do a great job on their burger. And then it sits on a bed of tater tots. Oh, yeah. Now, the thing that I like about their tater tots and it is this. I've eaten tater tots that are so heavy with grease. you just like, bleh. It's just gross. But these, so far, I've not been let down. They're, they're light and crispy. They just cook just right. A little bit of ketchup. I'm getting hungry again. We just ate. <laughs> Man, what? I got to stop talking about food. But shout out to Mess Hall of Wilmington they do a great job. So so Travis, you ain't from these here parts now are you? You're not from Wilmington, not from this area of North Carolina. Where where are you from? So originally I was born and raised in Houston, Texas. In Houston Howdy,
1: y'all. Howdy y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but me and my wife currently live in Fort Myers, Florida.
0: Mm-mm. Wait a minute, Fort Myers. They get waves in Fort Myers? Uh, not really. They get some though. If a hurricane comes through. <laughs> now, now, you just sent me a couple pictures of yourself surfing. Yes, sir. Uh, there in the Fort Myers area, a couple local breaks. So brinks. that was
1: actually an hour north
0: in Venice. Ah, okay. But still golf. Yes, still the Gulf Coast. Okay. So, you know, once this uh, podcast is live, you check it out on Instagram um, at uh, PK Sully Boy. Uh, you can see these pictures and they're pretty sick. Who took those shots? Um, There's a local guy there
1: who takes pictures at uh, the breaks right next to a a jetty. Sometimes they'll break on the South side, sometimes on the North side, but either or there's always going to be this one guy who takes pictures. You know who he is? Um, I know his Instagram tag. I I forget his name. Yeah. What's his
0: Instagram? Venice jetty surf. Big old truck just went by. So we're in our carport, ladies and gents. So we may get cops going by motorcycles and, Big old truck Just went by Venice What? Venice
1: Give me one second I'm going to make sure All So right. you guys can actually Look it up
0: Yeah Because there's some Some beautiful shots We've got a guy here At Wrightsville Beach um, Yesterday we had a little Swell from Tropical Storm Colin Once Colin went by The winds went offshore And we scored yesterday Some fun, fun waves And a guy named Uh, You follow him on Instagram at beard on the beach and beard was out taking pictures and uh, man, he does a great job. So what's this guy's name? Uh, It's Venice jetty surf, Venice jetty surf. Oh, cool. Cool. So if you're interested in some Venice beach, Florida golf pictures, I'm I'm curious now. I'm going to check them out too. Oh yeah. But yeah. Um, it's so cool what you know with social media and opportunities for good things. Absolutely, um, you know people putting out their work and capturing. I know I, I saw some of uh, Beard on the Beach's uh, like teaser yesterday evening. He was like, I got a lot of pictures coming. He sends you to a Smug Mug account and you can you know put them on your mugs or your t shirts oh, or yeah. just you know, whatever. But man, he brings so much stoke. He's not in the water surfing, but he is spreading stoke so much through his photography and, and I'm sure this guy at uh, Venice jetty surf does the same for that. I feel community. like
1: it just like brings people together at mm-hmm. the same time. Cause you get to have conversations with him outside of the water. Like, yeah, I don't know. It just brings community.
0: together. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, even on my, my wave podcast, you know, picture um, that, that you, you know, when you search it for, for on Google or Spotify or, or whatever, beer took that picture of me, you know, uh, no, I didn't land it, sorry. But it's a great <laughs> capture, man. It's a sick capture uh, before I ate it. Um, so anyway, a little, I guess, honesty. I'm, I'm coming out, you know, like sharing my wipeout story. Hey, we've all had them. <laughs> we've all had them. Oh, man. But hey, you know, growing up in the Houston area, where'd you learn to surf? Like how did this surfing adventure start for you? So
1: Houston is actually right pretty close to the coast of Texas. Okay. And there's a barrier island right south of Houston called Galveston Island. Mm. And I was actually working at a wakeboard park okay. in Houston, Texas. Yeah. And there was these two dudes who came shredded were really good. And they shared with me that they surf. And I was like, where the heck do you surf? Like <laughs> I had no idea. They were from Texas though? Yes. Okay. And so... Started talking to them more, and they're like, "Hey, man, you should come down with us sometime." And so started going down with them. I was, this is maybe like five years ago. Um, started learning how to surf. They didn't really give a lesson or anything. They kind of just threw me out there with a board. But I'd been skating since I was about fifteen. Wakeboarded, had
0: board sports experience, yeah,
1: and it translated really well. Okay, and so after time, was able to pick it up really fast and. Fell in love with the sport.
0: Yeah. Hey, so for those listening who maybe you skate, that's all you do, or maybe you're a wakeboarder behind a boat or at a cable park kind of thing, and you're hearing Travis talking about making that transition from those board sports, snowboarding as well, to surfing. Travis, teach us for a minute, what is the biggest difference between those board sports and surfing? Like, What Mm -hmm. is it that sets surfing apart? We're going to pick on surfing because they're all unique and different. Different canvas, different boards, everything's... But there's similarities, but what what sets surfing as different? So for
1: surfing, I would say that the major barrier slash difference would be that every other board sport, you don't start by laying on your board. Okay. And so that's a big thing. Yeah. Learning how to actually pop up, how to position yourself in the right place to catch a wave. Because with skateboarding, you can go and skate anywhere where there's concrete. Right. With snowboarding, you can go and snowboard anywhere there's an uh, incline and snow.
0: Right. Yeah. And Surfing though is also it's like if I if I go to a, a a mountain to ski or snowboard and there's a terrain park for the most part it's it's static. Like you may get Different conditions Maybe slushy Maybe icy Maybe fluffy It's consistent though Yeah But it's 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 consistent Skate park Same thing Cable park Similar Behind a boat You've got variables You know For the most part It's going to be the same Yeah but surfing Every day Almost every moment Of the day I mean the, the swell We had yesterday From Colin you know, it was, the tide was a little fuller, and so it was a little softer, and by the time the tide fell out, it was a little steeper, and then the winds came, and then that lightning storm came by. I was surfing the, the, this huge ledge, just, just front, was just peeling off the coast, about half a mile, mile north, it was just lightning, just, just going crazy, and then it was sunny over me, and then all of a sudden, it, it just turned and lightning, yeah. lightning was getting closer, and then I had a shark swim swim by, and I was like, you know, lightning to my left, shark to my right. I think I'm just gonna catch one. In. <laughs> I don't wanna get wet when I, I don't like to get wet when I surf, because I don't wanna get my hair wet. <laughs> just kidding. But uh, yeah, it's a different canvas all the time. Yeah. But to go from prone, pop up, to a a surf position and to ride something that's once you ride that wave there will never be another one like that
1: Yeah, yeah each wave is so unique
0: yeah yeah so you you started surfing with these guys in in galveston yes um what kind of conditions did you get in galveston
1: um well first off the texas coast and especially around the houston area galveston area Has a nickname, and it's called the Turd Coast because the water is literally like chocolate milk.
0: No way. Yeah. It's that brown? Yes, all the time. Is that just from runoff or just? Um, It
1: has to do something with the Houston
0: Ship Channel. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Getting churned up all the time. Yeah. Huh, keep your mouth shut when you wipe out there. (laughs) (laughs) The the Turd Coast. Um,
1: Conditions were definitely more than not, probably not the best. Okay. Pretty choppy most of the time. Um, during the winter is when we get most of our swell mm-hmm. from cold fronts that come in. And honestly, some days will be really good. Some days,
0: you're lucky if you catch one <laughs> wave. <laughs> hey, but you know, East Coast, Gulf Coast, you got to work for it. Yes. And that's the the risk and reward. You know, when you have something that's consistent all the time, you kind of get spoiled. Yeah. But to have have to be able to froth and have to be able to fight for it is is amazing. Uh so cool, cool. So you're not in Texas anymore. You're in Florida. Still get to surf down there? Yes, sir. All right. But you have to go either wait for a hurricane in the Gulf or some type of system in the Gulf or you can go east coast? Yeah. And where that's do you-
1: about a 2-hour drive.
0: Okay, 2 hours. Where where do you like to go on east coast of Florida?
1: Um right across from Fort Myers is a place called Fort Pierce. They have a couple of jetties right there that are pretty fun, pretty okay. consistent, a little crowded. Or a little bit north of that is Sebastian Inlet, which used to be a really famous surfing spot. Kelly Slater actually used to surf there, but yeah. they rebuilt the jetty. It's a little, it's not like how it used to oh, be. Oh man, with so many spots. Yeah, yeah.
0: sometimes progress sets back. Yeah, the, the the surfing opportunity in some places. So where then, Travis, are we going for your most memorable wave? Hmm.
1: Well. Actually, my most memorable wave happened right here in Riceville Beach. No right. So,
0: so you're from Texas, live in Florida. Why? Now you've been you've been up here for the last month. Yes, sir. Is, has it been within the last month? Actually, no. Okay, so you talk to us. What 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 you got going on?
1: So, about last October, me and my wife. My wife is originally from the Outer Banks, grew okay. up in Kitty Hawk. Yeah, and we spent about a month up there, hanging out with her parents, um, resting we took month long vacation it was <laughs> wow. awesome but on the drive back cuz we drove up there all the way from florida uh-huh. on the drive back we stopped in wilmington cuz my wife has a old college roommate who lives here okay and there happened to be a pretty good swell um, it was at least head high that uh, day fun and i paddled out at south end um, now since being here i've recognized how crowded it gets yes luckily that day it wasn't that crowded
0: i uh, scored a rare moment
1: yes <laughs> um but i'd been sitting out there for probably about 10 minutes maybe caught in one or two pretty big they were kind of closing out a little bit mm-hmm. um and then all of a sudden i see out from the back just a set rolling through mm-hmm. and i was like this is my shot this mm-hmm. is my chance oh, nobody wow. else was really paying attention i was like i'm gonna go for it yeah paddle out to it it's starting to build up real nice and start paddling for
0: it ho ho. ho, ho, ho. You're getting too excited here, man. Sorry, because <laughs> just as a wave breaks and it's it's a two or three second ride, this this podcast could be over in like two or three <laughs> seconds. We got to we got to keep we got to keep people on a cliffhanger here. Yes, sir. So hold that thought, I, because I'm I'm smiling because I'm painting the picture. You know, were you near the jetty? Or I was on near?
1: the south end of the jetty.
0: Okay, okay. So, man, seeing those lines come wrapping around. Um, Seeing it when nobody else does, you can get that little jump, and sometimes that jump is that claim. Like yes. this one's mine. I saw it first, and uh, and so yeah, you, you you're paddling out to get priority. If anybody's going to try and battle p- paddle battle you, you're there first. But that that's a th- question. What were you riding? So,
1: this is a board that I don't get to ride a lot. Okay, it's a five ten Hayden shapes the. The model is the MISC, which is a fish and it's a twin fin, but it's also one of their faster models. In What's it lab. called? The MISC. The MISC. So not like mist. MISC, like miscellaneous.
0: Oh, M-I-S-C. Yes. Ah, I thought it was some like new word they'd created. The MISC, okay, and the miscellaneous. Interesting. It sounds, sounds good. So this is your favorite board? If the conditions are good. Yes. Yeah. So what, what kind of conditions does this board love?
1: Higher than four foot. Okay. And a little bit steeper.
0: Okay. All right. You say it's twin?
1: Twin, uh, and a, it's a two plus one setup.
0: Oh, okay. Nice. So what did you have set up in this one? Two plus one. Two plus one. Oh, yeah. So the the MISC by Hayden Shapes has has got you in position. You're paddling over. What happens next?
1: Get in the right spot. I'm questioning if I'm going to make the drop or not just because it is one of the bigger sets of the day. And I'm like, screw it. I'm going to go for it.
0: <laughs> <The> full send. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, now, describe what it means to get in the right spot. Because in this podcast, we have a lot of people who listen, who are learning, maybe some who never surfed. And so, you know, painting those mental pictures, could you describe what it means to be in the right spot? on a wave that is a little bigger and a little steeper than maybe what they're used to seeing? What do you, how would you describe that?
1: Um, so on a wave, the most highest spot is called the peak. And then from there, it gradually slants down. Mm. Now on a bigger set, you're gonna wanna be out there a little bit further than usual because it's gonna break a little bit sooner than others. Mm-hmm. And you wanna be right at that peak, right at that highest point. Because not only Will that be the most powerful point to give you a push into the wave? But it will also give you the longest ride possible mm-hmm. as well.
0: Yeah, because you can catch stuff on a shoulder. You can, but it's going to be half the half the ride. Yeah, and and if you're into adrenaline, there's nothing like dropping in at the peak. Oh yeah, whether it's right under it or just just uh, the side of it, 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 it you have this. Like you're just looking down a wall, yeah. You know, and then you're just sending yourself, like you said, just here I go. You you, you take off, and you, you put yourself in a precarious position, yeah. But that's where you want to be. So keep describing.
1: And so I go and I drop in and pretty steep takeoff, make it, do a nice bottom turn up, do a nice carve at the top come back down I noticed that the way the that the other side of the wave is coming towards me and so I'm like okay
0: what am I gonna do so so it's break, it's pitched over there so it's kind of double peaked and it's closing towards you yes okay and so I'm like because sometimes
1: like I'll go for a wave and I have no idea what kind of maneuver I'm gonna do right and so it's kind of like that in the spot like oh crap what am I gonna do <laughs> and so which I don't do these often but I go up, and it looks
0: like I have the right opportunity to do a floater. Okay. And so... Could you see beyond the other side? Like, was it, was it just peaking there, and you could get over it, or was it closing out? It was closing out, sadly. Okay. So, it looked yeah. like that was the only option I uh, had for yeah. doing a maneuver. Okay.
1: And so, I take that bottom turn, go up, hop on top, just float across the top. It was probably the coolest feeling I've ever had, <laughs> surfing.
0: So, a floater, ladies and gents, that wave is already broke in front of you. And so, as he talked about hopping, you're coming up on top of a broken wave. So, you're, you're riding that rounded part at the top. And it's a crazy cool sensation. But keep describing. And so, ride right up and
1: like, at least for like, I don't know. To me, it seemed like I was up seconds, there forever. At least like, 20 seconds. It was probably a second and a half. <laughs> 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 but yeah, come back down off of it. Wave had already broken, bunch of whitewash everywhere, yeah. but like it was the most satisfying feeling I've had on a wave just because of how big it was.
0: Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times, what's your default move when you see a wave coming at you like that? I'm going to go up and slash the crap out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're still going to hit it? Yes. Kabam, straight on it. Or just try to launch myself. <laughs> <laughs> you ever landed in there? Sadly, no. No. But no I've definitely gone for a couple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Somehow when I get in the air, my board doesn't stay with me. Nope. No, it's like, wait, what am I... <laughs> uh, yeah, those guys can throw airs. Insane. Yeah, hats off. You, you You amaze me. Yeah. Well, cool. So... Uh, landed it. Was anybody there to witness it? So my wife and her college roommate and her college
1: roommate's boyfriend at the time all witnessed it. Were they
0: in the water surfing or were they on the beach? They were on the beach. Okay. But they got to see it. Yes. So it, it is It is verified. Yes. Because we, we love talking about most memorable wave, but we love it when it's verified. Oh, yeah. Because you, know, you
1: could sit here and make up oh, yeah. the I greatest
0: mean, wave possible. Surfers aren't well, some are fishermen. <laughs> and, you know, a fisherman, fisher person, person that fishes, they're usually liars too. <laughs> just kidding. I love to fish. And yeah, wow, that's sick. I've got it painted in my brain. How was the rest of the session? Um I turned around, paddled back out for a second.
1: It was just kept closing out. Like mm. there wasn't a lot of open faces, sadly. Yeah. And that seemed like that was well, one, that was probably the most satisfying wave of the session. Yeah. And I was pretty happy with it. I was like, if I paddle back in, I'm completely fine. Like, yeah. My stoke level was like off the charge. That's great. And that, so I like tried to go on a couple more, but they just weren't doing it. Yeah. And so I paddled back in, but still had the biggest smile on my face. How
0: long ago was that? Last October. Last October. So it was probably e- either before or after a hurricane. I think so. Something like that. Because we had... I'm trying to think what... We had a couple different hurricanes come through in October, and the water was still. Last year, I remember it was still kind of warm. I was in the, just the top at on Halloween evening. Yeah, yeah. Fun, fun. So, so Travis, have you traveled anywhere I to have. surf?
1: Um, I've been on a bunch of mission trips to different surf locations. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Like where? Uh, one to Thailand. What? one to Costa Rica yeah and one to Peru
0: nice nice and surfed each one
1: yes but sadly the conditions were not good on on each one yeah
0: oh Oh, man
1: I wish that my most memorable way story could have came from one of those places right right where where were you in Peru um Huacho Peru which is it's a little north of Lima I'm pretty sure
0: okay there's I've been up to Huanchaco okay which is kind of far north of of Lima, uh, and then uh, visited Chicama. Oh yeah. And But Chicama is is amazing and remote. And uh, I only had like 30 minutes there and I, w- I wasn't there to surf. For sure. But it was, it was gorgeous to stand on the cliffs and look down and, and visualize with the little, there was a little wave rolling through, but you could see how even that little wave just, the lines just stretched out into that bay. It yeah. was beautiful. Wow. That's cool. Man. We have on our podcast, uh, it's not a new edition, but, but lately we've been doing this thing, Travis, called the Hang 10. Okay. And Hang 10 is kind of 10 questions to just get a feel of, of you, the surfer, some of the things you like, and we'll just jump on in. So, Travis, what's your favorite wax?
1: Um, my favorite wax that I've ever used is Fu Wax or FU Wax. (laughs) Right. Fu Wax. Question. Did
0: it rip every hair out of your chest? A little bit, but (laughs) I was not slipping off that board. No, no. It is some amazing grippy stuff, but yeah, you're going to lose. You're going (laughs) to, yeah, you're going to get waxed. (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 if you if you battle out without uh some type of shirt on. But foo wax is good stuff. Um so y- you've been here for a month in the Riceville Beach area, but um and you've traveled a little bit, so you're in Fort Myer, but then you go over to, you know, Sebastian or, or uh Fort Pierce. Where's your favorite after a session eats? Hmm. That's a terrific question. So a little bit
1: north of Sebastian, there's also a spot called Satellite Beach, Uh huh. and they get pretty consistent while well through there, and they have probably some of my favorite restaurants to go to afterwards. Oh, yeah? There's this one spot. Oh, what's the name of it? Dan Diego's Burritos or Burrito Works or something Dan like that. Dan
0: Diego? Like San Diego, but this is Dan Diego? Yeah. Huh.
1: And just like nothing too crazy, like not a whole... A lot of it, pretty simple ingredients in a burrito, but so fresh, so just like nourishing to your body after you've completely destroyed it after a session.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. We blow through, blow through some calories on a good session. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, um, you ever surfed inland waves, like a wave park? I have. Where
1: at? Um, so while I was still living in Texas, after I'd shortly learned how to surf is when the Waco uh, ah, surf pool opened yeah. up.
0: The BSR? Yeah. H- how was that? Insane. Was it?
1: Yeah. I mean, we were talking earlier about how wave every wave is so unique and, like, not consistent. Well, wave parks have changed that. <laughs> Each wave is the same. Yeah. And that's, like, so crazy because it actually allows you to, like, start trying new things mm-hmm. and, like, really work out, like, different maneuvers or even working on your style.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I- I've never surf to wave park um but that's that's pretty cool uh i hope to one day i hope to one day so um if you could have one hour and a cup of coffee maybe a couple cups you know in an hour with any surfer from any time period and you just you and him or you and her whoever to chat who would that surfer be
1: hmm that
0: is a great question Starting to rain. So ladies and gents, if you're listening and you hear the the, the rain beating on the aluminum roof above us, don't fall asleep.
1: <laughs> um to answer your question, probably which I don't follow a lot of pro surfers or I'm like too obsessed with like pro surfing or anything like that, but if I could have a conversation and a cup of coffee with a surfer, it would probably be Rob Machado.
0: Rob Machado? Yeah. He's got such cool style, and and your hair, you and you, yeah, <laughs> did you did you model your hair after Rob, maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, that would be an interesting conversation. Very cool. Just to get to
1: know the person better, because obviously from the outside, like you see how they surf, you see how they interact, and sorry, another big drip you see how they interact in competitions and stuff like that, but like to sit down and actually get to know, like someone understand yeah. their personality and like, yeah, yeah. Just to get to know them deeper.
0: That's good. Cause you know, a lot of times we, we do get deceived by, and I'm not saying Robin Chato, but we, we get deceived by what we see on social media, what we see, you know, in surf flicks or even in movies. And then you meet the yeah. individual and you're like, that was a waste. Yeah. Yeah. If you could have one board, for the rest of your life, Ooh. just one. Hmm. What would it be?
1: That's a hard one. Um, probably a six-two traditional fish with a twin setup. Oh yeah. Okay, going a little bigger. Mm-hmm. All right. Just in case if the conditions are a little smaller, I can still get into it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If if they're bigger, you comfortable with a a six-two on a bigger? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, do you have one of those?
1: Um, I have a five ten fish. Okay, but I would like to get a little bit bigger one.
0: Nice, nice. Hey, um, goofy or regular? Goofy. Goofies rule the world. Oh yeah, yeah, they do. If uh, let's see, if you want a competition, you ever competed? Sadly, no. Yeah, yeah. I I haven't. Well, I have. Yeah, I I have, but I I'm not like grown up in the competitive world so it's all new to me but if you won a competition and had to donate 50% of your winnings to a charity of your choice which charity would that be hmm
1: this might be the question that stumps me just because I'm not too familiar with some of the bigger name charities yeah it can be anything
0: it could be anything
1: hmm Probably to some sort of missions organization that is operating um, out of Iraq and trying to share the gospel with people over in the Middle East. Okay. Okay.
0: That's fair. That's good. Must watch surf movie. Hmm. If you're talking to somebody and they're like, tell me more about surfing. Say, go watch this movie.
1: Probably a classic that I've watched so many times is Endless Summer. And I'm
0: probably, you probably hear that answer a lot, but. Uh, not, not as often as, as you thought, okay. as you think, yeah. A couple times. Okay. But, but yeah, Endless Summer, there, there's a second one that came out. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? I've seen it a couple times, definitely like the first one. You like the bit. first one better? Yeah. A little more uh, rough and rugged. Yeah. Yeah, that is a cool flick. Endless Summer. Um, sunscreen. What, what's your favorite sunscreen? Um, probably the one I use most consistently would be
1: Sunbum, but, um, there's this one company called Salt and Stone that, um, is mineral based, doesn't have any of the crazy chemicals that you'll find in a lot of
0: regular sunscreens and actually stays on your face. Oh yeah. No, that's good. Cause, cause a lot of stuff just washes off way too fast. Oh yeah. Um, but it, Salt and Stone. Yes. Okay. Where do you find that at? Um, so... Back home in Fort
1: Myers, uh, my wife manages a surf, skate, and coffee shop. And we actually sell that product in there. So, we get a good discount on it.
0: Oh, nice. Nice. Salt and stone sunscreen. Cool. Cool. What's the... uh, Where does your wife work? What's it called? It's called Ride Nature, Mm -hmm. which um,
1: the shop is called the House of Ride Nature, but Ride Nature is actually a missions organization that uses action sports to share the gospel with people. Oh, nice. And they just also have that as a means to fundraising funds for the mission. Yeah. Is there a website for that to be checked out?
0: Yeah. If you want to go to ridenature.org. Ridenature.org. And I'm sure they're on Instagram too. Yes. All right. Cool. Um, so that, let me see, two, four, six, eight, nine. One more question. One more question. Finish this statement. You might be a kook if... Oh. You don't have to worry about being offended. You can offend. (laughs) You can offend in this show. You (laughs) You don't want to call out names, but you know. For sure.
1: Um, There was this one time when I was surfing in California, and I look over and I see this guy, and no offense to this guy, like people are going to do what they're going to do. He shows up to the beach with his wetsuit inside out. He has... Wavestorm, which is classic. Yeah. And he's leash dragging it.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh. Plowing and planting corn down the beach. Yes, Fins sir. Fins dragging through. <laughs> did he paddle out? He did. Did he make it? Almost. Did he catch any waves?
1: Eh,
0: yeah, I didn't pay attention after that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, rest in peace. Oh, hey, we're getting close to wrapping it up, but how has surfing affected your life? Hmm. because you say you started like what five years ago five six years ago yes and so late teens ish Mm -hmm. and so yeah how has surfing impacted and and affected your life
1: Hmm. that's a good question i think surfing has captivated more than me more than any other sport maybe snowboarding similarly but i definitely don't get the opportunity to do that as much as i do surf is Mm -hmm. the ability to find so much joy and an action that comes from creation, from hmm. being in the water, like if snowboarding, like being on the mountain. But like, the feeling of riding a wave that is formed by either wind or tides or like the process, if you actually think about like what surfing is, it's really crazy. Hmm. To be able to like ride on a moving face of water is literally insane. Yeah. And, um, I have a relationship with God and recognizing that he created the whole earth and the ocean that creates these waves and like being able to be out in the midst of his creation is such an awesome opportunity to just give him credit and glory for that.
0: Yes. That's a good word. That's a good word. You know, we have a creation around us and I, I from time to time I will, I will encourage people on this podcast, get outside, unplug, Leave the phone and just get outside, yeah, there's so much to see, so much to explore, so much to do and uh if you don't have surfing near where you are, um, just get outside. There's something out there for you uh, to embrace and to learn and you know the 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 outside world has has an inherent purpose and uh and that's the point people do with their creator. And so yeah Travis Absolutely. yeah thanks for sharing that and um so we we like to close our our um episodes with this little conversation. Okay. Uh, do you think that there's reference in the in the Bible to surfing?
1: Mhm. That's a good question. Personally, I haven't seen anything or read anything
0: yeah but yeah. a lot of times people would talk about jesus walking on water but he wasn't surfing it were there were waves and maybe maybe he did you know <laughs> enjoy that that walk little ankle biter yeah i mean before the disciples show saw, saw him you know maybe he was like ooh. <laughs> but acts chapter 27 verse 44 Okay. So, history book here. The, the the history book of the early church and uh, the description there is is one of the leaders of the early church. A guy named Paul was traveling by ship to Rome through the Mediterranean, and he was caught in a big storm. Okay. And that storm was so bad that they had to throw they had to lighten the load. They were they were despairing for life. I mean, they they were freaked out. And they saw off in the distance a, a beachy area. And so they were like, let's make for that beach. So they head to that beach, but the ship hits a reef, gets lodged up on the reef. The waves start breaking the ship apart. They're in trouble. So they ordered that if you can swim, go ahead and swim to the beach. Um, doesn't say how far it was, but just, just swim to the beach. And if, uh, it, it, then it says, and some made it to safely on pieces of the ship. Hmm. Okay, so they were grabbing whatever okay. that was broken up. But, but. It says, some on boards. So, swim, pieces of the ship, some on boards. Huh? Do you think, and maybe I'm stretching the history a little (laughs) bit, but do you think those early Mediterranean sailors, perhaps, Hmm. knew what it was like to uh, pull over on a beach and uh, surf a little reef? You know, that is...
1: Man, that gets my curiosity. Yeah, it's plausible, ladies and gents. And thinking about like the history of surfing and like how far it dates back, yeah. I mean, yeah,
0: there's a possibility. There's a possibility. Travis, thanks so much for being on the show. Appreciate you sharing this time of with us. Y'all, stay tuned. More to come. Peace.